Hey, and welcome to the best thing you watched this week. We have Chris from Movies and Munchies over there. Say hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. <laughs> and Ruben from the Ruby Tuesday. That's me. Hi, Chris. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us once again. We've got an exciting podcast, video cast with the best things we watched this week. We're also going to be doing entertainment news and uh, I guess talking about the things that we're looking forward to and maybe some of that kind of Twitter news with all the entertainment uh, news that things that go on, they go bump in the night when you're sleeping, you wake up and the world is still there, but more chaos has ensued. That <laughs> is what we will talk about. Uh, for our Patreon this week, if you're interested, and thanks to those that continue to join us on there, we're going to be talking about the worst thing we watched this week. Uh, just because it's nice change up. It's uh, Chris said we should do it, and I think it's one of those weeks that works well because we've got a lot to talk about. So I, I guess we'll pick one thing each and uh, talk about that. Yeah, we may bleed over into more than one, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but... Do you have a question? I do have a question. Um, okay. So what is the most ridiculous fact that you know? Um, okay. Ridiculous fact. What is the most ridiculous fact? I don't know. I'd have to think about it. What's your okay. most ridiculous fact? You think a little bit on it and then I'll tell you. Yeah, I'll tell you mine. Um, okay. More people are killed annually by donkeys than airplane crashes. Don't check More the legitimacy of that. Donkeys than airplane crash. I just want to know how that comes about. Like, what what is going on? <laughs> what are you doing with a donkey? Because that's a lot. Because if you take over, there's a few plane crashes and some of them big. So there's got to be, you know, sometimes there's a, quite a few people that die in the plane crash. Sure. But. But they don't have an. How many donkeys are going around just kicking everybody to death? <laughs> I, I, oh my gosh! Yeah, see, I don't think I. I think it's it's in our the not your um, like first world countries. I don't think that's happening as much. Maybe on some farming accidents and stuff, but I don't think it's. I think it's more in in the non industrialized places, or at least you know the smaller towns or villages that utilize livestock for work or for whatever. That maybe that's where it's happening a little bit more. Mm. So, and it's by average. I mean, it's not you know. And don't check the legitimacy of that. Yeah. Uh, did did one <laughs> did one come to you? Would you like me to tell you some more? No, not yet. Maybe I'll jump in later if something if my brain okay. goes. Oh, I actually know some things. Um, but until then, do you want to jump into the best thing we watched? Yes, let's do that. What what's at the top of your list? Hmm. It's been an interesting week. Um, so I'm going to talk about an anime. I didn't mm. actually get to review it this uh, week, but it's one that a lot of people are talking about. Spy X Family, or just Spy Family. Mm. Uh, a spy on an undercover mission gets married and adopts a child as part of his cover. His wife and daughter have secrets of their own, and all three must strive to keep together. This one, I really enjoyed because it was it's so light, um, it's funny mm. and it doesn't go down the typical really dark route that most anime does. Like it's, I find that most anime I like, but just sad and depression ensues and you're just like, this is great. <laughs> I'm really enjoying this. Uh, but uh, this one. So we have this guy. He's a spy. He's like the best of the spy. And he's been set a mission 
he's got to find out some information in this top school, Eton, um, which I think is actually one of the top schools in the world. So they've based it on, on fact. And so he has to find a little girl to get into Eton, but he's, he has to have a, a family. So he's got to make a, a surrogate family. So he gets this girl, but unbeknown to him, this girl is a telepath. She can read mm. everybody's uh, thoughts. And then he bumps into a woman that also uh, needs to have a surrogate family because of her brother. She said that she's had a boyfriend and there's all this, you know, all this kind of other side for her that she needs to have a family. And so they come to this agreement where they're going to basically pretend to be a family. And she's one of the top assassins, but they don't know this about each other. <laughs> so he's one of the best um, spies. She's one of the top assassins. And you've got the little girl that is um, a telepath. And so you see them start to formulate and actually enjoy being a family, mm-hmm. missing out on the fact that, hey, wait a minute, this is what I was missing in my life. It's the sort of thing that they start realizing actually want to protect this family, actually have need of a family. I didn't know I was missing this until suddenly he finds himself reacting like he didn't normally. His training isn't kicking in because he's like, oh, I want to protect this girl. I want to protect this woman that actually isn't my wife that, you know, we've made forged documents and pretended. And then you get the action. So it's by Witch Studio who are fantastic at what Mm -hmm. they do when it comes to animation. The score is very much kind of like a Cowboy and Bebop sort of score, the original anime. Has that kind of jazzy kind of nice. overtone, uh, which adds a nice little, little kind of like a pace to it. Mm-hmm. And so when you get the action sequences and they're flipping and, and, and going crazy, it's cool, but also has a very kind of suaveness to it, like much like Cowboy and Bebop, like um, the characters you're watching are just cool at what they do. And then you have the comedy that comes in. And so the, there's first five ep- episodes have dropped now. Mm. I think in some places it might be in the US, it's on Netflix, but it's also on Crunchyroll around the world and wherever else you watch your anime. But it's adapted from a manga that's very well received because it's sold millions. And finally, the fans are getting this adaptation. And there was a bit of like, do we really want an anime? Because if you're ever close to a work, mm. a body of work, uh, you always are a bit worried that, you know, what's the anime going to be like? But so far, it's like, it's shot right up there to kind of my favorite animes. Going to continue watching. Um, stick this on your list. Well, yeah. how uh, like how many episodes are there going to be? Do they say? Is it- oh, I think standard is normally like thirteen for this oh. type of like a, a thirteen season, thirteen episodes, twelve, thirteen, and then there'll be a little break and mm. come back, leave you wanting more. Nice. Are they? I are- don't think it's quite like Shonen where you can get so many. In the season, and they there's so much recap at the beginning and the wow. end, and end up with like six minutes of new content <laughs> in each episode. Oh well, goodness! Well, is it is it uh, long episodes? Like, are they an hour long? Or are they no, just no, no, short, they're really like 20, short anime. Yeah, minutes. like like twenty minutes. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. it's super R- quick really binge. Super quick, yeah, easy to get through. Huh. Well, do you know? Are they gonna? So that you said the first five episodes have dropped right now in. Now, each week, is it going to be just one or are they going to drop in chunks? Yeah, no. So the first five episodes are available now, but they've been dropping weekly. Oh, so okay. generally with new um, anime, they'll just keep dropping them weekly. Um, it's unusual. Like, so Netflix bought the rights uh, to have it on their streaming platform mm-hmm. in certain places, but they won't do like a, what Netflix does and drop the whole lot. It'll be weekly Weekly as it comes out in japan weekly um so we'll just have to see how it goes i quite like having to wait 
a week for some things mm-hmm. like they used to that's kind of that nostalgia going around the tv on a friday night looking for your favorite episode getting excited about that sometimes just binging through the whole lot you miss out on that kind of i'm excited to watch this again and then you've watched your favorite series and it's gone and you've got to wait a whole year <laughs> but where you watch one little kind of slice of pie each week it's it's it has its uses i guess Yes. Well, if I can ride on that to segue, um, I wish this series would drop all at once because my brain has been melting consistently. Um, Shining Girls on Apple. Now I know you've watched the whole, oh, right, you've yeah. watched the whole thing. I, I've I have yeah. I've, I've limited myself to watching it weekly, which I got to tell you, it's painful. It's <laughs> just <laughs> like this week. This week's episode, episode five. I mean. Things got crazy in the last episode. And then this one, like, I'm watching it and being like, wait, I've seen this before. I've seen this this this, this scene play out, but now it's different. Mm. And I don't know That's where right. we're at in the timeline because it seems mm. like it's current, but wasn't what I was watching before current? I don't know. And it, <laughs> I mean, the the way, I don't know how they're keeping it all straight, really. Because it's you have you know this is a sci-fi uh, murder mystery type of uh, series and Elizabeth Moss after a trauma experiences shifting reality, which the way they visualize this is really cool because I mean and you can't even use you can't use her as even a guidepost to what is going on or what's true because at one point she'll have short hair. At another point, she'll have long hair. We'll watch it change for her, you know, as maybe some something something changes and she changes, and then it will go back. There's no baseline. To, yeah. No, and I'm like, what's going on? You know, and you have Jamie Bell, who is our our villain in this. At least it seems to be. I mean, he he says he is, so we're gonna go with that. I mean, he's very creepy and very menacing, but <laughs> he also like he has his own ability, um, which I think is is being able to travel through time in some way, shape or form. Don't really understand it yet. It hasn't been explained. Um, but he is just as confused at what, what Elizabeth Moss's character either experiences or can do. So, mm. so we're like, okay, nobody knows what's going on. That's a, it's, <laughs> it, it's from an audience perspective. I mean, it's wonderful. Like it sucks me in, but at the same time, I'm there's, you know, just because we've been burned so many times by shows that, mm don't really know what they're doing that you get to the end and be like oh well so you didn't know what you were they doing are, there are answers for this okay though. well good yeah. <laughs> it just, it's it's great I, I, I mean we we paused it multiple times in this episode uh, my wife and I so that we could discuss back and forth we were like well wait a minute what are we in a different timeline or is this, is this past? <laughs> is this present? You know, and then trying to figure out, well, no, but see her, her hair is this way. Well, yeah, but just a second ago, it was this way and it changed in front of us. So it's not like, I don't, uh, I'm lost. I mean, which, which is not a bad thing because this is on my list of one of the best things that I watch this week because it's just, I love what it's doing to my head. I just, mm. I, I wish in this instance they would have dropped it all at once so that I could, you know, cause each week I, I play a tiny bit of catch up of like, well, what happened last week? Okay. Where were we at in this? Because the time, you know, the time and reality are messed with so much. 
I think I would like the continuity of being able to just go back to back to back to back to episode. So I will mm. certainly be doing that once the whole series is done to watch it again. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, I don't know if I could have watched it like you that week to week. Yeah, because I needed to know which is so I'll just click on the next episode. I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't make any sense. Like, why is that happening now? Wasn't she just in that time? But she didn't look like that. Why is that changed? She made sure she wrote down those notes and she, yeah, it's definitely one of those that makes you question everything. Yeah. It, Thankfully episode, uh, is it eight? I think seven and eight. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's, yeah, I don't think it was six. I think it was seven and eight. Uh, th- that is where the story Gives you answers okay. and then makes you kind of go, oh, okay, how are they going to finish this then? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. That's uh, that. That's good. Well, and some people have said that it was, um, it's based on a book or a series of books maybe. And so it wow. has, it has source material that has, you know, presumably a laid out end. Now, obviously I haven't read the book or this or the, you know, any of the books that it's based on. So I don't know. I mean, just because they're, they have an end in the book written, that doesn't mean it's good, you know, <laughs> that it's satisfying. So we'll see, but yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, before I carry on with my next one, I'm just going to do an honorable mention. Ooh, yeah, if I can, you can, I'm busy. Uh, working through the new HBO series, The Time Traveler's Wife. Mm-hmm. There are six episodes and they're 50 minutes apiece. So it's a fairly short series, but long-ish episodes. Um, for those that have read the book and watched the film that's based on the book, this, even in episode one, does a lot different. And exp- ex- it expands the law of the the time traveling itself like how did he who how did he know how to do certain things where does mm. it come from is he is he the only one um but then it keeps the core premise of this love story where he meets this young girl like when she's like really young like eight or nine or ten and uh they meet throughout and they're always missing each other in time but ultimately spend their life together it's a tragic love story mm. because he he spends some time with her and then he'll disappear. It can be five minutes. It can be a week. It can be a month. It can be a few months, but he'll just disappear. He has no control over it. So it's, rather than being a superpower, it's uh, a hindrance. It's it's like he's got something wrong with him. Mm. Like it's a medical condition, which is a very interesting way to do it. And even in episode one, they're like showing us things like, well, what do you do when you you drop in a different place? You're always naked. You have no money, no clothes. Uh, and so they're, they're, saying well he's got to he's got to be a thief he's got to uh, learn to fight he's got to do all those things because it's like he's a uh, like a terminator well not even like the human oh, yeah. version you know in the terminator you got reese and he comes back and you suddenly got to be able to fend for himself in every different time that he arrives in um and then try and continue to have a relationship with his future wife uh which is yeah it's very interesting because he jumps back and forwards in time uh oh weird. yeah it's it's brilliantly acted I'm, tr- I'm trying to remember uh just get get it right have you seen the film no i haven't it's it's rachel mcadams right is that and uh eric banna is that who maybe maybe the guy's not right i thought yeah, it was rachel McAdams. Uh, in the movie yeah yeah, yeah that no that's right okay. so in so we got Theo James as Henry. Oh, okay. Who plays the the time traveler, and he's he's pretty good in this. I, I, I like his presence. And then we got Rosie Leslie as Claire. Oh, yeah. Um, so from uh, Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. you know, the redhead. Yeah. Lady. Yeah, she's fantastic. It's 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 very romantic. 
but not in like a cheesy way where you just kind of roll your eyes and like oh it's it's done in a tragic way where you're like yeah no i i feel this 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 must be really hard if this was a real thing this would be really hard to get through but there's much more fantasy in it that i was expecting mm-hmm. like more law in the time traveling which i really appreciated because they ne- they don't go much into that in the the film it's more like a romance drama oh. this time it feels like they're they're spending more time i guess because there's six episodes they can do that uh, so this is just to flag up uh it, coming out soon is it a limited series or, limited okay. series i believe okay yeah huh. uh may 15th okay oh so uh very yeah the, actually on the day that this uh the podcast releases yeah um i think it might be weekly so that might oh. drop like the first couple of episodes and then it'll be weekly okay Everybody seems to be doing that at the moment. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. HBO too. I mean, that's what they they thrive on. I'm watching several series where it's just. Um, <laughs> do you get the sense though that um, even though it's a tragic love story, that it has a like a, not a heartbreaking ending to to this version, or do you think it's going to end in sadness also? I don't know. Okay. Because there's so much difference already. Mm-hmm. I really like the idea of what, what they're doing with it. But there is a depending, like an impending doom because how can you control it? Who goes first or does it just disappear? Imagine mm. like being with someone that is really sick, your loved one, you're caring for them, and then you disappear. Your clothes are left behind and you're like, oh, there's no control. So there's no, you're always going to have this tenseness in your relationship that, yeah. Yeah. Imagine being in a big fight. And that's the way they escape. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, from I mean, from a relational standpoint, that's just messed up. You know, not just from a, like a fight or a disagreement, but any type of thing. I mean, you could be mid conversation, yeah. mid whatever. I mean, even think you, driving. You, yeah, or you, yeah, you go to certain things you can't do. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. On the you, mm. uh, do they do they spend some time <laughs> like seeing it from the other person's perspective too, the one who's left behind. Who doesn't get to see? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you do. Nice. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, yeah. So that was my honorable mention, but I'm really excited to talk about this one. Okay. I think I mentioned it to you briefly this week. It's. I'm not even sure that I'll ever watch it again. Um. And the more I think about it, the more I think it's a good film, but. It's just horrific to watch. It's called The Sadness. Um, it's a new zombie-ish horror film, a Taiwanese, I believe. The The guy, well, the producers, to fund the film, used cryptocurrency, and mm. uh, they have a cam girl site that they used the money from their cam girl site to fund this movie. So it immediately has kind of a, a presence <laughs> to it. Uh, whatever you think, you know, your job's your job. I'm not going to comment on that. Um, but I was like, oh, okay, that's weird. Cryptocurrency and Cam Girl. So that that was a weird random fact about the film. Okay. So I think Train to Busan, mm-hmm. which is pretty intense itself. Uh, and then think the goriest film you've ever seen. I'm thinking of things like uh, Peter Jackson's Brain Dead or um, those old 80s films where like, People used body parts, you know, that would squish them and you would see it. And oh, yeah. like, it'd explode. And yeah. be like, it's like that. And then think 
Zombies that have intelligence, they don't lose their fa- their faculties. Just everything for you as a human being that could be evil is heightened. So your your inhibitions are unlocked to a really nasty bit. Oh wow! So if you've ever had a dark thought and that dark thought is then realized to its worst bit, that is what happens to these. And so people are like the zombies are running at you really really fast. But there's like there's a scene where a, a guy pull someone's eyeball out and then wants to have a sexual intercourse with that person with his member it's that dark chris <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> uh so there's th- there's literally moments in this film where it's the conversation that you have afterwards with your friends and that bit when that person then they broke they snap the arm and you know they're, they're peeling the skin off the face and you're just like i know i, I didn't want to watch but my eyes were like oh my gosh <laughs> It's and, and buckets and buckets of blood. But what keeps it interesting is this you have your two protagonists that are trying to meet up to survive, mm-hmm. not catch the disease, but get together and escape the city. And so it's a chase, but from both ends, from a female and a male perspective, you are kind of rooting for them. You don't get much of a background story because you don't need much. You see them at the beginning, you kind of care about them, and then chaos ensues. And then it's just just like heart pounding nastiness and the reason why it's so scary is because every time you meet another group of people you're like oh my gosh now what's gonna happen (laughs) (laughs) don't make me why am i watching this (laughs) it's that sort of yeah so don't eat couldn't watch it with my family yeah yeah. no definitely don't eat you'd be like chewing and then you just dribble it out your mouth and be like (laughs) it's just Yeah, I saw I saw a couple of comments on Twitter the other day of just how um, like the practical effects are off the charts. Like it's just. Oh, so good. Yeah. 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 Disgusting in a really great way. Yeah. And that's you said that's on Shudder, right? I mean, I I didn't know we could do that. (laughs) Yeah, that's on Shudder as as an original. I was like, how, how, like you, you talk about pushing the bar because mm-hmm. we've seen a few films recently, like X, you know, pushing that bar yeah. of like they, they mixed the, the pornography with the violence, and that was pretty violent. Yeah. Uh, and then we saw what was it, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the the massacre on the bus. On the that bus. whole scene was like brutal, r- regardless of whether you like the film or not. Um, it was gory. It was gory. Yes. But then you take all of that, yeah, you take all of that and you mix in the nastiness of like human beings that aren't quite zombies but you kind of want them to be because if they realize what they're doing then that's just wrong on another whole level Mm. uh yeah yeah i really like the idea of zombies that have all their faculties like Mm. that they're just really really bad people now Mm. that that's i don't know if i've ever seen that yeah scary man yeah yeah because you know we've (laughs) seen it like with uh what 28 days later where I mean, it's it's rage and it's but and they're mm. fast, but it's yeah. not. Um, I mean, that's really all it is. It's not like yeah. thinking so much, you know. And, and oh, there's a there's a thing. Uh, so, so they don't change in any like deformities or grow things, but their eyes are black. So something affects them the way they see, and the eyes just like oh. it's like they have no pupils anymore. It's it's just black, Ooh. and it just adds another level of just like this is evil. So they look at you and they, they, they all grin and smile like they're really happy with black eyes. And you're just like, oh, my days. No, 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 no. That's not okay. <laughs> that, that, that woman from Get Out is like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, all right. I, 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 I think I'm ha- going to have it on my list. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it's like one of those that, do I want to put it on there? Yes. Do I want to put it on there? Watch no. it on your phone when nobody's around. <laughs> oh. So you're like, oh, they don't want someone to walk in. Like you've got a guest oh. and they're like, what are you watching? Like. <laughs> Somebody's being peeled head to toe. and Yeah. Ugh. Gosh. Okay. Well. All right. So then. um <laughs> Moving from one horror to the next, um, I watched this documentary on Netflix this week um, that it had been getting a lot of buzz leading up to it, but it was called Our Father. Mm. Did I don't know if you mm. got a chance to to watch I this. I didn't get to see it. I had the screen. I just didn't get a, t- a time to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so a documentary, true story, this, uh, this fertility doctor in um, this, it, like an offshoot of one of a bigger city. I think it's in Indiana. Um, or Illinois, doesn't really matter, uh, within the United States. And he, um, well, it starts out this girl, uh, she discovered, she doesn't really look like her parents. Um, and and like, she's, you know, just blonde hair, blue eyes, they're brunette, um, with brown eyes. And so she's like, something's a little off, you know, and she does one of those, those home DNA tests. And then it shows up that she has some Mm. possible half siblings, like what the crap? So she goes down this road. Huh. Yeah. Well, and she, she, you know, she asks her parents and I mean, they, she's an, she's an adult at this point, or at least a later, you know, late, I think it was early twenties, maybe something. And she, her parents didn't tell her that they used, um, donor sperm at a fertility clinic to, uh, to get pregnant and have her. I think that would have solved yeah. a lot of like heartache just on her part, right up, up front. Um, Front, they, yeah. You know, had they told her that when she was a little, you know, that this is why you look different than dad. You know, it doesn't, doesn't change that he raised you. I mean, he's your father, you know, it's, he's yeah. bio, biology at that point doesn't matter. I mean, it's the time spent and everything else. That's what really makes you a dad. And, hmm. but what, what comes to find out though, is that this doctor, instead of using donor sperm, like they have like all of these medical residents that have, um, mm. so they're highly educated, uh, you know, they, and they, and it's regulated so that if you use a sper- sperm donor in a location, you can use it like at the maximum of two or three times, because otherwise, if you do, if you do more than that, you run the risk of having more and more offspring that are semi-related. And, right. you know, if they meet, if they have children, that causes genetic issues potentially. So yeah. they want to limit the the exposure that way. So there's rules and you know the just guidelines that they adhere to. Well, this doctor says he's using donor sperm. Instead, he's going back into his office, having a little session one-on-one with himself, <laughs> and then inseminating these these women who who go knowing that they're they're asking for donor sperm i mean that's that's that part of it they didn't ask for his and he but to what end he well some of it's like this weird religious type of belief that you need to you know procreate and have i mean they have there's um they take like uh biblical scripture just way out of context and so you see it like plastered throughout the um one of those yeah th- yeah exactly throughout the um the fertility clinic and everything else the the bad thing though is i mean there's there's some things and this is a minor spoiler for anybody who hasn't seen it but it is a documentary so there you go um it 
there were some where the husband would come in with the wife and he would mm. provide a sample. So it's not it's not like he couldn't like he was infertile. He just maybe his sperm didn't have the mobility and so they needed a little help or whatever. Yeah. The doctor would not use the father's sperm but use his own. So these parents believing that they were just, you know, it was their their biological child was actually not. I mean, well, it was it was half, you know, and just and what happens is you watch this this clicking um, number just increase as the um, as the documentary goes on, as more and more people discover how many and you know in the, the like it showed in the trailer, which is just it becomes horrifying. It's like, oh please don't let you know when you when you're looking at your DNA results and you're like, oh please don't let it be somebody I know. Oh please don't let it oh be somebody gosh. I dated. You, yeah, you know, or I'm married to. I mean, there, there's one, this one at the end, one of the last people that they interview, um, I'll save that. I won't, I won't spoil that one because it is just, it is. It sounds fascinating to be honest. It is. It really, I mean, it's angering because there's, um, like the, the girl who initiates this investigation like she's the first one to discover it and then and then it just unveils from there i mean she involves the media they get mm. involved and that helps spread the word which then helps you know find all of the the different half siblings well they keep presenting it to the um the state district attorney you know or the attorney general or whatever like dude this has got to be illegal there's got to be something here and in the legal books there's not it it doesn't classify as anything that could be legally prosecuted it's absolutely reprehensible and disgusting, but you're like, how is this not something illegal? You know, I mean, from a medical standpoint, you're, you're going against their wishes. Um, so that should they, you know, but then they raise as a couple other people raise that there's, I mean, this is actually when, when you look at the legal definitions of sexual assault, that it, some of these things that he was doing fall under that category. So why don't they prosecute him? And it just, it, it becomes a mess really, you know, and very frustrating at that point, because you just, you see the, the heartbreak from these families. I mean, it's wildly interesting to watch. It's a short, I think it's like 90 minutes or, or maybe an hour and 45. So it doesn't say it's welcome either. No, uh, it's a quick watch. Um, The, you know, they, they do a good job. I think they follow up a little bit with like some end credit, or um, in title screens, you know, to just give you a little bit, which is even more depressing too, because that's, you know, it, it, n- oh, this gosh. is not a happy story. By so it's still going on. Um, well, there's still no, he's he's stopped. Um, he he no longer practices. I mean, he's old now too. But it, um, yeah, the gaslighting too that he did, like he would call some of his mm. patients who were. In, involved, you know, investigating or the children, really, the siblings, um, offspring, however you want to, call, and would gaslight them and just try and emotionally manipulate them into not talking about it because it would hurt his marriage. Wow. I. So yeah, but but again, you the the reason it's still kind of going on is that people may not understand or may not know. Like there could be more potential um there's more people that more people that just haven't taken a um a test yet is it in the hundreds then it was uh was it 92 94 when when the number stopped on there but you know yeah yeah 
Wow. The world is fascinating enough, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, not in a good way, <laughs> but it's fascinating. <laughs> yeah. What we do to each other, it's just like, uh Yeah, yeah. So wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay, so this one I didn't review on my channel, but I did want to talk about. Ooh. I was annoyed at how much I enjoyed it <clears throat> because my heart always sinks because I think Netflix will just cancel it. Uh, because that's normally the way things go. Is this good? Yes. Cancelled. So it's based on a book. There is a movie. The movie is not like the series, thankfully. Uh, I like the movie, but the the series does a lot more for the book because it's not actually called The Lincoln Lawyer. The series that it's the the book that it's based on, I think it's book two Mm -hmm. in the series of books. I think there's like five or six. I love this. I like. I, I was so surprised how much I enjoyed this. Uh, my wife and I was like, oh, "Let's just keep watching the next next episode." Lincoln Lawyer. I think it's because he he's he's just a really likable character. He he plays it in a way that you are genuinely for him. And I think part of that is the the storyline that they set up early on. Just in episode one, even you've got you know he has two wives because it comes up on his phone, wife one and wife two, which I've just I. I I crack up every time. I think that's genius. Um, but he's still friends with them. You want him to get back together with the, the second wife. You see how complicated the relationship is with the first wife. There's a daughter involved. He he he, he almost killed himself on a surfboard. And so he's a, like a recovering drug addict. Uh, so he's been to rehab. And then the first person that gets to drive him is a recovering uh, rehab. And that's possibly my favorite relationship in the series. Them two in the car looking after each other is the heart of the series so when you get to the court case and he's lawyering lawyering from his lincoln um which is another great way to do it i was just like man i'm so invested in this character so no matter what happens else in the story with the, the he's investigated with the world's deepest voice oh my gosh <laughs> i'm a man's man and i drive a motorcycle and i'm gonna go and get the information you need and i was like oh <laughs> Uh, <laughs> amazing characters w- what did you think maybe you didn't like it as much as uh, we did no i really did and, and i agree with you i i really enjoyed and appreciated the fact that he was a good guy that we have this right? he's, he's full of integrity i mean you t- he talks about how he fights for the underdog you know that he and, and you know some of the things that were instilled by his dad and then you get the, those flashbacks of um sure I I did my best. I did my job to defend this person. But if they're guilty and the jury finds them guilty, I've done my job, but I can also sleep at night. But it's when I defend the innocent person, the person I know is innocent. That's where it really comes in, where I feel it. Where You know, and so him, I I was just, I mean, because a lot of these series, a lot of the time you, they, they focus on the dark part of the character and take it mm. down that road. Like, you know what I mean? Like they exploit the the negativity of the character. And in this one, they used it in a positive light. You know, him being mm. him being an addict and needing to go to rehab, but then also help, you know, I mean, like you said, he hires a former addict as his driver. They help each other back and forth. I mean, that that dynamic, really good to be able to call. And you get to see towards the end of the series the amount of concern that they mm. have for each other. I mean, that is, it, it's grown so much over this short period of time. And yeah, I I even enjoyed the um, the legal c- case 
you know, those parts of mm. it. I, I thought some of it, it was predictable in certain aspects. Yeah. So, it, you know, and, and I was a little curious at when part of the story comes to a conclusion, you know, and we have an episode and a half or two episodes left. I'm like, well, where are we going to go with this? Um, but it wraps up other portions of it. And that's where I, mm. you know, I, I like that. And so you get to see they all throughout, you know, how they had these, um, these side stories that were going on, some with Neve Campbell's character as, as she is an assistant district attorney. So she's investigating a case, but you're like, are these going to tie together? What's going on? I don't know. Or is this just sitting over here? And if they don't talk about it really at the end, if they don't, if we don't see a resolution to this, then it just kind of becomes a distraction, you know, and I'm glad that it, that the story circles around to these other pieces. Um, and I like you, I hope that they continue on because there are still some aspects of this. There's a scene at the end that I went, that's the guy with the thing on his hand. And I was like, oh no, yeah. <laughs> what's going to happen? Yeah. Oh, so yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, it was, it was much better than I maybe anticipated, um, mm. you know, and I got sucked in. It is a longer, it's a longer um series because it's what oh, it's 10 episodes, 10 episodes yeah. at like what 45 yeah. 50 minutes each yep so it is yeah it's an investment it's longer but i didn't notice it so much like there's some series recently on netflix six episodes even half an hour episodes and i'm like ugh, this is dragging yeah. this is like long and i was like i want more this just shows that the quality i think one of the writers as well ugh, i can't remember his name but as soon as i saw his name i was like yeah oh the, of the book good. michael connelly is that no, oh, no okay. of the actual uh, oh like TV the screenplay series. oh okay yeah well yeah it was an easy series that was the thing that it was mm. yeah very easy to watch and it just it and not even like casual watch I mean I was invested in what was going yeah. on it was just it played out very easily and um, yeah sucked me in mm. good choice yeah so what's next on your list okay I've been holding this one. Um, because <laughs> this is absolutely the best thing I watched this week. Um, I got to go see Top Gun Maverick and I am not going to share any spoilers. I promise. Cause the movie doesn't come <laughs> out for like two more weeks. Um, yeah, I got a really early embargo. Actually, it, it really was. I was surprised. Um, mm. I, I'm curious if that's because the movie has experienced so many delays up until this point that they wanted to, yeah. you know, if press gets to see it, um, get those get those people out to create some buzz for get the hype and the buzz back yeah yeah now i did hear some like there was a, a newspaper reporter behind me um at the screening and he was chatting with his wife and um he was like i don't know why this is so early because you know i'm not gonna i won't write mine my, my review won't come out until the friday it's released and i'm mm -hmm. like okay well yeah i understand that because you you're in that type of media and that's how that you know your timeline works but for those of us like who are doing YouTube or online type of things, the studio kind of wants some of this, this early generating buzz. Yeah. Um, can I quote you? Flipping heck. That, <laughs> this movie, just it's, okay, first off, we didn't think it existed. You know, we did. We, right, yeah. We no, we didn't. We thought it was just, it's just a trailer. They're teasing us. That's all it, it is. It's not real. <laughs> it, holy crap. Okay, so, let me get some of the negatives out of the way just right off the bat. It's not a perfect okay. movie. There are there's there's character development that is lacking in certain things. There's even um, some character arcs that are they're nice, 
but they're essentially not needed for the for the mm-hmm. whole story. No big deal. Okay. Um, everything else. I mean, the character dynamics. I felt um, the. You know, and you don't need to see the movie or you don't need, excuse me, you don't need, you do need to see this movie, but you don't need to see <laughs> the first Top Gun to, to get into this movie, but there are, you don't, there's no danger zone to get into. N- no, well, hmm, the, the, <laughs> it, it just, it helps though, if you have, because the key emotional moments, there's certain ones that tie back to the original and they right. make what happens in this one more impactful. Um, mm. do you still understand the concept sort of, I think, but it's, it's not going to be your, you probably like a couple of these moments. You're like, I don't know. I see some flashbacks here, you know, and, and they use flashbacks really efficiently, which is nice too. Um, but it, it, it so if you have, if you have seen it, this will hit harder in different areas and, and be better. Um, okay. Yeah. So the character dynamics, they're, they're great. I love, the conflict um, story that Tom Cruise is on, his mm. his story um, because it's layered. You know, it's not just him as Maverick as the fighter pilot who bucks authority. Um, you know that we saw a lot in the first one. I mean, he's he's still that. That's still there, but that's not what the story really lays on. It dives deeper into some emotional and some relational aspects that span across multiple characters. And that, you know, so you get very emotionally invested in that. Um, This mission that they have to go on, I loved that they spend so much time talking about it, showing us, practicing it, everything else, which you would think then when they get to the actual mission, it becomes kind of boring because you're like, well, we've seen Mm. this or whatever. No, it's even more intense. I mean, the... It sets up the movie sets up these scenes in such a way to to build the anticipation so that when we get that final payoff, it's like I I, I can't breathe. You know, I, I'm holding my breath hmm. so much. The the footage. Is, oh, go, yeah. What? I was gonna. Is there a military um, reason for them to be there? Is there a military story? Because otherwise, it's just them training the best of the best. Like. There, is there a story in there? There is a story in there. Yes, it's it's um, which I didn't remember that there were vague bad guys like nondescript bad guys in the first movie. Um, yeah, they were. Yeah. Well, this is this is very obvious that that okay. no villain is actually named. Um, right. Like it, it felt like almost like literally they cut the words out. Um, in the in the sentence, is it because it's like Russian or my my guess is based on the locale that it's probably Russian. Um, right. I, they never okay. say that. There's no markings on the plane, anything like that. So it could be um, anyone. Yeah, yeah, really? it really okay. could. It's but based on the locale, that would mm. be my guess. You know, so okay, it um, the camera footage is so stinking immersive. I mean, I don't know how they, I need to go and find the whole behind the scenes making of type of things. Mm. Um, you know, these, these featurettes because it is incredible. I mean, you watch, especially as they do the, they have to do these tight maneuvers in a very quick um, amount of time. And there's a time limit to it also. Um, and so you watch the actors, I mean, like just slamming up against the sides of the plane as they're pulling these G's <laughs> and it's just, Oh, 
you know, and then you'll get some, the, there's some shots from outside. There's some chasing shots. I don't know how they did that. Um, you know, there's some where the plane had to have been flying parallel to the other planes that are going on. And then you see that uh, it's just nice. Yeah, it is. You know, I was lucky enough to see it in IMAX. Um, and so it's already a big screen, you know, and so the, the regular <laughs> scenes on the ground, any of that is widescreen. And then when they go up into the air, it becomes full IMAX screen. And so you get just the full scope of everything that's happening. Um, this like super exciting. I mean, you can't like an adrenaline rush, but that's earned every bit of the way. It's interesting because people... I know, like, if if you're a big fan of the first one, you'll probably go and watch this one. But there was some buzz when it people first mentioned it, and that kind of dropped out. And then people were like, but what actually is this? Is this just going to be a reboot of the original? Um, do we even need it? You know, like, stop remaking the, our great 80s films. You know, I'm the first one to put up my hand. It's like, yeah, stop it. Why are you remaking The Crow? I will find you and slap you with the wet fish and <laughs> yes. get banned on Twitter. Uh, so, but what, but what you're saying is, it's not just a reboot. It, no, it's not just a reboot. I mean, there are there are key moments within this that that are like reboot ish, um, mm. and, and they're more so more, rather than reboot, it's fan service. You know, right. it's yeah. it's it's taking the audience that loved the first one or enjoyed the first one and being like. Here's why you enjoyed that. And let's crank it up to 11 for you. Um, nice. You know, yeah. And you have, awesome. I mean, the score. I, I loved the score, especially as they infuse the original within it. You know, the, you, dun, 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 you know, and the dong. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, ooh, that's just, I know something <laughs> cool is about to happen. <laughs> you know, Um yeah, it, it has it has moments. I mean, because you can look at it and go, okay, so I saw in the trailer, there's a beach scene with, you know, the shirtless guys playing on the beach. Okay, we had beach volleyball in, you know, in the first one. This isn't volleyball, but it's still shirtless guys on the beach, you know, playing. It around. It's, it's, it's not uh, Top Gun if you don't have that. Yeah, it? and but it has a story purpose, <laughs> though. That's the one good thing, too, that in this, the, oh, that's the cool. story actually. Yeah, it's not just there for the sake of it. Yeah, it addresses it. Which I thought was was pretty good because it it takes away some of that um, that reboot ish or that laziness of storytelling. You know what I mean? Like, mm. well, we had it in the first one. We'll just put it in this one and we'll call it good. Well, no, we're going to actually give it a reason for this, <laughs> and it's going to tie into the story. And so, therefore, hey, it makes sense now. Okay, I'm so excited for you to see it. Uh, last question before we move on. Yeah, um, are there cameos? from the first film in this one because i was wondering if people like meg ryan uh they might pitch up well because they use um footage from the first movie um it's sparingly used but it's there to enhance different areas of the story just to give you a little bit more context or maybe to remind you of oh that was what was going on in the scene something like that so you're bound to see some people that don't necessarily make it into the film or however, right. but yeah, there's, um, yeah. So I'll, I'll leave it at that because mm. yeah. Spoiler territory. Y- yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. Great. Uh, well, I think I'm done with my best things. 
Okay. Have you got any emotes to talk about? No, no. That's that's pretty much all I got. So Okay, so let's dive in now to some news and what we're looking forward to this coming week. Um, Ruben is enjoying a crunchy little snack there. What is that? Nobody else can see it. A what's it? Uh, uh, a um, Walker's new baked what's it giant flaming hot, non not sponsored by the way. We'd like to be, but um, yeah. Well, we don't have what's it's over here in um, in the U.S. What what is that? It looked like a like some kind of puffy. It's like like a giant puff, like a a knickknack that's been inflated. A ni- what's a knickknack? What the heck? I'm I'm learning. <laughs> I don't know what that is either. <laughs> Just saying, saying all the words yeah. that you don't understand. <laughs> it's it's a long crisp that is airy, like a Cheeto. That's three D. Yeah, like a Cheeto. Okay, yeah, like a Cheeto. So it's it's a it's a it's a flaming hot Cheeto puff. Cheeto, but it's called yeah. a what's it? Yeah, what's okay. it? Okay. Do you guys have Cheetos over in the UK? Probably not. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Okay, mm. that neither here nor there, but hey. <laughs> okay, so let's dive into some news then. Um, after that, uh, that just made me hungry. Um, okay, so you've heard this has been in the news: uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, their their court case, and so uh, via CBR dot com. Uh, and Ruben, you actually mentioned this uh, like a week or two ago, where there was a petition to remove Amber Heard from Aquaman two. Well, it has now reached mm. over 4 million signatures. And Jeez. yeah, yeah. Well, and the thing that, that really, like the questions that pop into my head are, what does this mean in terms of PR for Warner Brothers? Because, I mean, think about it. Mm. They they were very quick to dismiss Johnny Depp from um, from Dumbledore, yeah. right? And yep. so why are, they, why are they slow to act on this? And then, I mean, more so... Is this going to affect the box office of Aquaman 2 if they do not replace Amber Heard? Or is it just like, you know what, people are going to go, well, I really think she should she should come out. I'm willing to sign an online petition, which doesn't really mean anything. Um, but I'm still going to go see the movie because I enjoyed the property. Um, they kind of have responded, but in a roundabout crappy way by saying she's actually only in the film a maximum of 15 minutes. That's the screen time she gets. Um, but that's still that's still crappy because Johnny Depp's career. I mean, he's got none at the moment. He he's not doing any filming. He's depressed, upset, lost over a hundred million, uh, and he's out of Warner Brothers Harry Potter series. You know, because he, he was meant to do all three, mm-hmm. and then they did the thing of changing it up for each one and making it part of the story his character because he was in one and then they changed it up for two and then they changed it up for three again keeping to their thing but it would have been Johnny Depp for all three I would have loved to see what he would have done with that character as well I think it would have been really fun he loves playing those eccentric mm-hmm. characters yeah. uh, and that but that's beside the point the way the way they dropped Johnny and then didn't drop Amber like there's no equality there what the quality says is because she's a woman she she gets first dibs uh like you're, you're a woman so because we're in the me too movement um we've got to be really careful but we can't protect the man at all 
which I think is really crappy because if if you want equality, you want the Me Too, Too movement for at least how Warner Brothers are showing it to mean something, mm-hmm. then you have to do it right and above board all the time. And the way they did that with Amber, like there was no proven until guilty, right? They were just like, you're guilty yeah. because somebody said so on the internet, which is not a great business model. No. And, you know, we've had discussions at home because like uh, my wife and son have, um, youngest son have watched some of the trial uh, during the day and stuff, you know, and I've seen some of the highlights, especially where Johnny is, um, he's just, he's chuckling because some of the questions are just ridiculous or they're, they you are. Know. Her team are. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. What, you know, I mean, but that, all that being said, like at the very beginning, it was, I found myself being like, well, you know, I mean, she, she's bringing this accusation. That's, I mean, they need to, they need to investigate, but I mm. immediately sided with her, you know, and, and that, I mean, this case has been very eye opening then for me, not because I didn't like Johnny Depp. I thought he was great, but just more often than not, you hear about guys who are, uh, the dirtbag in this, right. Yeah. You know? And so it just, I think what this is doing is helping, at least for me, is to be like, nope, just gonna withhold that judgment for a little bit longer there because I need to, I need to hear more of the facts. Doesn't matter, okay? Maybe what this person is ac- accusing, maybe that's true, and if that's the case, then yeah, something definitely needs to be done. But we can't just immediately jump to that conclusion that yes, what this person is saying is a hundred percent accurate, because in like we're seeing now, it's not. I mean, her, no, nope. yeah. Ugh. So, yeah, and I don't, yeah, I'm like, I don't, I wish there was the, the equity that went in to her situation with the same as his, you know, I mean, the accusation Mm -hmm. was raised, um, by her, he's dropped. Now there's a case where like lying is blatant lying is coming out, um, from her and Warner brothers Mm -hmm. still is not acting. That's a, I mean, and 15, like. That's awful. Yeah, yeah, because you think, I mean, what, 15 minutes? She's only in the movie 15 minutes. Okay, so do I leave for Mm. 15 minutes? Is that what, you know, I mean, like, (laughs) she still got paid then, right? You you still. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's right. That's not a good response. I mean, that. that, It does stain the film as well. So I'll go in watching, but in my back of my mind, I'll be like, yeah, but this is the type of person you are. Like, I just. It really does. It stains your enjoyment of that movie. Yeah, well, and that's the same, which I, I, Warner Brothers has got just, they've got a PR nightmare on their hands just in general with their superhero stuff because that's- Oh, yeah, because the Flash the fly, as well. <laughs> yeah, you know, and there were those rumors where he they were going to replace Ezra Miller, um, and then Warner Brothers was like, no, we're not. The movie's done. You know, we're not replacing him. And so you got to wonder, too, at that point, with all of the legal trouble- that that he's been getting himself mm. into are they gonna postpone that are they gonna shelve it for a while are they and how does that fit into their timeline because do you really want a person that gets drunk and throws chairs at woman has a tantrum tantrum with enough to cause physical harm to get arrested multiple times represented as your flash hero you really don't want that yeah, which is um, you know, and that's really yeah. sad because I, I enjoyed him in um, in Justice League. Like he's great as the Flash. Yeah. yeah, I think he's he's got good presence for that character. Yeah. But I don't understand his thinking. Like 
dude, you're ruining your career. Like, it's obvious. Like, wh- there's, what do you think is going to happen? They will drop you. There's got to be. You're just an actor. It's a job. Yeah, very true. Well, and you figure there's got to be something else within his personal life that's that's causing this. I mean, mm. you know what I mean? And whether it's maybe he's being overworked, maybe there's stress. It, it, take a thing. But, I mean, I, what I see from this, at least what I take away, is that I think the dude needs a break. I think that he needs to be able to have mm. some time to sort it out to figure out what's going on within his own life to get mm. that situated so that he's then ready to come back, you know, or maybe he's not ready to come. Maybe, yeah. he, maybe he doesn't want to come back. Maybe that's what that is too. I mean, I have no yeah. idea, but at least to get some healing, to get some, some grounding or whatever it needs so that he can figure stuff out and get it all sorted out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, should we move on to happier news? Uh, okay. Yes. So, Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know if this was happy, happy news, but we almost had Deadpool in the multiverse. It was very close. In uh, Sorry, in the um, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Really? So Michael Waldron says they talked about including a Deadpool cameo. It ultimately didn't feel like it just didn't feel the right place but yeah of course we talked about it so there was this moment where they were like yeah let's let's try and put him in uh because you know it could have been one of the worlds just seen him quickly mm-hmm. and he would have made a quick quirk like what the what are you dressed like you know something from his and then they would have jumped out and i think they could have done it without you know changing and the fans would have gone ah. it would have been it, it definitely would it, i mean you'd have to really balance where you put it um because yeah, it, For it, sure. yeah. it could work really well, or it could be a train wreck because it's just like, well, that was really shoehorned in. And well, you could have had him just shoot Wolverine in the head and then just leave us. Like that would have been amazing. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I like the idea of him just walking down the street, like as they're you know they're there and him and Doctor Strange looking over and being just because you see some dude in a full costume, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would have been great. Um, And more good news. um, Well, it's good news for me. Alan Wake TV series is in the works at AMC. Mm. And of all the the networks for, I think AMC is really good. Thinking about like their zombie uh, series, the Alan Wake game is this writer who experiences horror, like Silent Hill sort of game. Mm. Um, But yeah, I'm excited about that. I think there's, as long as they stick to the source, because there's a story that's full already. I think it could be very scary. It could be really interesting. Have th- have they announced any uh, any stars or anything like that yet? Not as far as I can okay. see. It's it's early days, but it it's happening. Cool. Uh, one of the best news that I've seen this week is that Christopher Walken <laughs> is going to play the Emperor in the sequel for um, Dune Part Two, which has just made me smile. Yeah, that is, it's, <laughs> I'm very curious at what he's going to do and how yeah. And yeah, that'll be. I can just hear the voice. And I'm like, what voice is he going to use for the Emperor? Like <laughs> yeah. the, the, the Christopher Walken voice? He's got to be eccentric. The Emperor has to be eccentric, right? Because yeah. that's the only way yeah, exactly. I think that it like that, because that's all I really ever hear Christopher Walken is kind of, a, <laughs> especially as he gets Fat older. Boy Slim music video. Yeah. <laughs> Just dancing. Yes. <laughs> oh, um, so okay. So I'll get. I've, there's some news that I am excited about too. Um, happy news. Um, Variety reported that there is a Spinal Tap sequel 
in the works with oh what yeah, really? with Rob Reiner. Didn't expect that. Returning oh, as wow. director, and then Michael McKeon, okay. Christopher Guest, and Harry Shearer signing on also to reprise the roles. Wow. <laughs> oh, amazing. So I don't even know. I mean, I guess they wouldn't even have thought about it unless there's a good story that they they want to do. Yeah, and my guess is I mean you're just it's either like a, a comeback. Like they're on the road to a mm. comeback or it's them in retirement as like these these aged rockers who just refuse to give up and, you know, have left. Property that. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, as long as they keep a lot of that ad lib, I mean, Michael McKeon, Christopher Guest, and Harry Shearer all together are just, I mean, they're gold. You know, they're ridiculous mm. and, and their, their timing just, oh, my goodness, make, makes me laugh. I always think, I mean, my one of my favorite improv movies is best in show where you just have the you know all of those just playing off of each other and i'm sure there's probably a basis of a (laughs) script someplace but everybody feeding off of whatever the other person said and it just wonderful wonderful sometimes it just works yeah yeah um it feels like the cw network is dying (laughs) Because this week, um, they canceled Charmed, Roswell, 4400, Naomi, like, and a bunch of other stuff. Like, they've canceled so many. Almost all of their uh, superhero ones are canceled Mm -hmm. as well. Like, the the Defenders one, that has been canceled, and it's not even finished. So, after, like, six, seven seasons... They're not even giving them another season to finish off the story. It's literally just stopped. Oh, that—that's uh, so rude to the that's fans. That's the worst. That's bad, oh. man. Um, but then I heard news of CBS uh, picking up True True Lies TV series because there's been news about a sequel film for years, like literally over ten years. Mm-hmm. I remember playing a pub quiz. On one of those machines in a pub that like a movie quiz and it's like, oh, what other m- movies is Arnold Schwarzenegger in? And I got it right for saying True Lies 2 because that's how far down the line the True Lies 2 movie, like they, they were ready on script. It was coming out and then it just got dropped. But now, like 10 years later, we have a True Lies series coming. Okay. So have they announced like casting in there? Well, McG. Yeah. Is, is he directing it? Like the, yeah, I think okay. so. Um, it's also a reboot, so they're not oh. hmm. going from that. I think they'll do the same, which is sad because you kind of want to carry on from where they ended up because the film itself is amazing. Like it, it, it doesn't get old. It's just fun. Absolutely. Well, and the and that dynamic um, of Schwarzenegger, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Tom Arnold, the three of them feeding off of each other just so good i i it makes me sad that it's more of a reboot because i would love to see them just mm. even in a cameo you know just as a yeah whether it's passing of the torch or it's the kids or it's I, them them consulting arnie's gotta be in there surely <sighs> you gotta have arnie do like something and jamie lee curtis yeah. like uh Elijah Dushku as well. You could totally get her because she's the, the, the daughter, right? Oh, my gosh. That's got to yeah. be rescued. That's yeah. <laughs> she was like super young yeah. back then. Oh, funny. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. Did, did Have they said when that's anticipated to come out? 
Um, I don't know. Okay. I'm scrolling, trying to find the article again, because I only took a screenshot mm. of it. I was like, oh, that looks like good news to talk about. Let's talk about that. Also, Modoc has been cancelled, so it's only got uh, one season. I That doesn't surprise I me. I saw that. I never watched it, so it didn't. I mean, it looked uh, okay. weird, which is not a bad thing. It just looked weird, and so I didn't. What? Yeah, it's like a weird uh, stop motion sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, poor Modoc, mm-hmm. and all the fans of the CW are going to be really upset because I know there's some diehard fans there from series that have been going for a long time, and they've literally just axed everything. Well, that it's, that is. I know they've greenlit like three new ones, but they cancelled about ten. So. It's weird. It's a weird business model. I mean, what are you doing? I mean, you're clearing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you're basically just starting over. Are they under new management? I think, weren't, didn't you say like a couple, I don't know. At some I point, think they are. Okay. I think they are. I knew they were, yeah. you had mentioned that they were looking to like, sell it or something like that or to have new investors or something. So, mm. huh. Well. All right. So here's the article about True Lies from Deadline. Mm-hmm. So they, they're fairly accurate. Yeah. It took an extra day, but True Lies which has been expected to get a nod yesterday along with CBS's other new series orders. So yeah, it's been the, it's been the week of canceling and rebooting. Oh. I think this is the mm-hmm. time that everybody does that. Um, the reboot of James Cameron's hit 1994 action comedy movie from Matt Nix, McGee Cameron and 20th television is targeted for mid season. It joins CBS other newly picked up hour long series, fire country East New York and so help me Todd which I expected to be on full schedule it's no surprise that CBS and True Lies Studio 20th television needed an extra day to hammer out a deal given the company's complicated history over the last decade this is hmm. tw- this is 20th TV's first hour long series order at CBS in 12 years Whoa. since wow yeah since Dramedy Chaos whose initial series pickup dramatically fell through after the two sides could not agree on a deal. The show was eventually picked up and had a brief run the following year. Mm. Uh, Today's pickup has been six years in the making for McGee, bringing an hour-long twisted road to the small screen to a successful conclusion with CBS series, Mm. um, which stars Steve Howey and Ginger Gonz... Gonzaga in the roles made famous by Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't know who they I are. I don't know Steve who those Howie people are either. Ginger Gonzaga. Hmm. Okay, so they are cast. Yeah. And it is McGee. Well, and it sounds... And it's, it's six years. Well, and it sounds wow. like uh, if they're doing mid-season, like that could be... um, What? Later this year? Maybe? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they're into it already. Yeah. Hmm. Weird. Yeah, let's see. Okay. Well, um, I, there is a, um, part of the whole pitching process, like, you know, they pitched for True Lies and for some of those other shows. There is an animated Hmm. Married with Children revival. That is being pitched. I saw Marriage with Children was coming back, but I didn't know it was animated. Yeah, it's what the hell? It features the original <laughs> cast, so that's 
Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Now, Deadline said that it's it's being pitched to several networks and streamers. So that means they either have a concept or at least like a a proof of concept. You know what I mean? Like maybe they have a part of an part of an episode created or something like that. Maybe just one pilot episode done that they're showing now. But as of uh, right now, this recording, we there was nobody had picked it up. Um. I'm not sure. Uh, okay. I'm not sure it Wait. works in today's society. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Even with it was racy and dodgy back then, but it worked for the comedy that people were expecting. It was that sort of comedy that worked for those sitcoms and was allowed. But I, I hesitate to use uh, the the colloquial term that people say for everything woke. In our culture now, I doubt that would work. I can't see it. Yeah, I mean, because I loved I loved Al Bundy's character because <laughs> he was he was a he was complex. You know, he wasn't like in some aspects he's he's rude, he's um, misogynistic, <laughs> he's um, chauvinistic. But on other points, we see him where he absolutely loves his family, like in that he, you know, mm. that that shines yeah, through absolutely. more than anything. And so it's, it, I mean, it's it's brilliantly written in that aspect to create a character that is so very flawed, but yet has has some very redeeming qualities within there. Um, she, the the wife went on to do Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. And she was incredible in that Uh yeah, such a different character for her. Yeah, well, and, and Christina Applegate doing uh, what Dead to Me with yeah. uh, you know on Netflix. Yeah, there's <clears throat> well, and and what's his name? Um, <clears throat> not Al Bundy. Um, crap, like Ed Ed O'Neill <laughs> um, on Modern Family. You know, yeah, and of course. So yeah, they think they the theme tune as well. I can hear it in my head. <laughs> Love and marriage. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, I just I like I'm intrigued by it. I would probably watch mm. the pilot just to just out <laughs> yeah. of curiosity, but I'm not sure yeah. that I mean this isn't even a series like in reruns that I find myself going back to. You know, it's more of that mm. I I see it in my mind's eye with a semi-fond me- remembrance and just mm. you know anything beyond that. Eh. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not sure about this. One, yeah, but, but I guess we'll yeah. see. Sounds like it's a it's a long way away. Anyway, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's all the news I have. Do you have uh, some more items? No, no more news for me. Should we talk about what we're looking forward to? Yeah, yeah. Coming this week. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's a good week for Netflix. Mm-hmm. Well, for me mm-hmm. anyway, for the things that I'm going to be reviewing. Uh, I think you will definitely review this as well. Love, Death, and Robots Volume Three comes out Friday. Friday, yes. Uh, there's no screeners ava- available for it, but they are doing this weird online thing yeah. where they're kind of showcasing something, maybe a portion of the new episodes. Yeah. Have you seen Have you seen the trailer for Volume Three yet? I have. Okay. Yeah. yeah I like. Yeah. I loved the first season. I thought it was mm. because there were so many different animation styles. There were so many episodes that they did. The second mm. volume was less engaging. Shorter. Yeah, it was much shorter. <laughs> um, and I yeah. didn't think there was as much variety in the animation styles either. Mm. 
you know? So it was just okay. Like, I, it just, I think when you start out so, so great in a premiere so thing, good, yeah, yeah. to then have yeah. something that's, that's noticeably less than, it was tough. Mm. But this one, when I watched the trailer, I mean, they were showcasing so many different animation styles again, you know, themes and uh, just the whole thing. And so it, it felt more like the original. It's shorter. I think the first one, wasn't that like 18 episodes? Something like that? Yeah, it was something. And it's and this one's only like six or eight. Yes. Again. Yeah, it's under three, 10. So it's so. still short. But they're bringing robots back, which the three robots, <laughs> yes. which I'm very excited yes. about. Uh, when I saw them, I was like, yeah, they're back. <laughs> Uh, I think it's definitely a fan favorite, which is probably why they're they're bringing them back. Um, but the other animated thing, there is a by which studios actually, and I was talking about Spy Family mm. uh, on Netflix this week. There's Vampire in the Garden, uh, a new anime drops on Monday, I yeah. believe. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. It's an interesting concept, I think. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I think one thing I'm very excited about is which studio because they their anime styles generally they don't skimp. Mm. You know the, the 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 characters in the background are animated. They they are moving. A lot of series don't do this. It, it, so the synopsis is: in the divided world of the future, two girls want to do the forbidden the human wants to play the violin and the vampire wants to see the wider world so it sounds like uh, there are rules that they have to follow mm. uh almost like a romeo and juliet sort of story but with vampires and humans so it'll be interesting to see how that's animated yeah yeah i think it'll be fun it was on my it's on my list to see i probably i don't know how much i'll get to it uh, just depending on how mm. the week falls out because i didn't get any screeners for it so i'll have to watch it yeah there's there's they're very stingy with screeners for their anime. Yeah. Generally, they just, they just drop it. Mm-hmm. Okay, enjoy. <laughs> well, and do you know? I because I don't know. Is it um, is it all episodes at once or is it a weekly? I believe it's. I think it's all, all okay. at once. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, uh, sp- sticking with Netflix, uh, who killed Sarah? Kian mató a Sarah. Season. Oh, is this the third season, season three? The final season drops this week. Mm. Um, I'm. I'm torn. The trailer makes it look kind of like we've just gone off the rails a little bit. So I don't. <laughs> I, I, th- I kind of thought that in season two, to be honest. I, I was like, I'm not sure where you're going with this. Well, I was really bummed, honestly, at the end of season one where it didn't just finish. Like I thought, like I was riveted right. in season one. And I thought to just have the reveal done there would have been fantastic. Make it a limited series, one and done. And. You know, because I was just, I was so, so enthralled in it. And then season two, it felt like it was starting to, to go off the rails there, find, lose the plot a little bit, maybe. Um, it was certainly getting a little bit more convoluted. Mm. This one, I, I don't know if it's, it's almost felt like it was taking a small sci-fi angle to it. And I'm like that, we were grounded in reality. (laughs) before that's such a that's such a weird way to go with it. yeah and i don't know if that's actually how it is but it that's the feeling i got from the trailer so it i mm. you know i don't know maybe maybe it'll still remain grounded and we'll be good to go but i don't know right. i'm hoping yeah for at least a good a solid ending maybe let's go that not meant not necessarily good but solid just <laughs> okay um on amazon 
coming this week. There is a um, it's a series called Night Sky. Have you heard of this? Okay. Have you seen this? No. It's um, no. I think it's going to be weekly, but um, for me, I think I'm just going to binge the entire thing and um, and, and review it all at once. Um, it, it stars J.K. Simmons, Sissy Spacek. Sissy Spacek. Yeah. Nice. So it's a, a couple who years ago discovered a chamber buried in their backyard um, that inexplicably leads to a strange deserted planet. <laughs> what? This is sounding very similar to um, the the hole oh, in my back. Yeah, outer going. range. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll see. I don't. I mean, I, yeah, it it could be utter poo. Mm. It could be entertaining. Eight episodes. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. So it premieres on uh, Friday on Amazon. Okay. Nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, what else are you looking forward to? Ah, oh, that's oh. it. It seems like a pretty pretty thin week. For oh, me. okay. Well, I got oh. uh, two more that I'm I'm intrigued by. Um, okay. Apple uh, is releasing now and then. Oh uh, yes, I saw that. Which I think it's a it's like a mystery or a thriller um kind of kind of weird uh let's see here. let me pull up the synopsis yeah multi-layered thriller that explores the difference between youthful aspirations and the reality of adulthood when the lives of a group of college friends are forever changed after a celebratory weekend ends up with one of them dead so hmm. kind of the maybe the parallel the flashbacks but you know back and forth from young to old and yeah so there's eight episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the eve of college graduation, six best friends embark on an epic weekend to celebrate, but it takes a fatal turn. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if I really recognize. I don't recognize any, any of those. Of the, yeah, any of them. So that, which that kind of intro. Oh, Rosie Perez is in it, uh, and and Zelcho, uh Ivan Ivanek Ivanek. Um, you'd recognize him if you saw him. Um, Okay. Uh, he's been in something, but I don't know. I, I'm intrigued by it. I don't know. We'll we'll have to see. I think I'm going to try and. Um, you know what? It's Apple, and I was literally thinking this week. I was like, I am enjoying Apple's originals much more than I'm enjoying ninety percent of what's on Netflix at the moment because they buy so much stuff, and a lot of it's world cinema, cinema as well, and some of it just doesn't hit. Um, so I'm glad Lincoln Lawyer was great, yeah. but there's lots of other stuff that I've been watching this week. Um, <clears throat> Savage Beauty, and a uh, South African series that is just okay. Mm. It's well filmed, but mm, um, yeah, there's a number of other stuff. It's like, ah, oh, dudes, you really need to invest in your original content and make it l- less crowded with the nonsense. Because at the moment, for me, I think Apple TV is probably up there, like number one. They really are churning out some great original content. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm. Hey, one final th- a movie that's coming out in the theaters this week. I, I had the opportunity to see it in San Francisco okay. last week, but my schedule was just so that I could. I've seen it. No, already. I didn't get a chance to see it, unfortunately. Oh, no, yeah. you didn't get a chance. Okay. Yeah, it's um, Alex Gar- Alex Garland's uh, thriller from A24, Men. I don't know if you've seen the trailer for this. Okay. And I don't know when it comes out in the UK, if it's coming out at the same time or if it's going to be delayed. Um, it's mm. got, um, oh, why can't I ever think of her name? Um, 
it drives me drives me nuts because she's uh, Jesse Buckley. She's outstanding. So she's right. she's the main driver, and then Rory Kinnear. And have you seen the trailer for this? Do you know if you've seen? No, <laughs> I haven't even heard of it. Oh my gosh! So it has this. Um, she it's it's weird. It's bizarre. It's quiet. It's eerie. Um, mysterious and you see at one point at the beginning of a Jesse Buckley's character walks up to this uh, like tunnel and um, mm. she goes hey and then you just hear this hey <laughs> hey you know this echo what? going through it well that plays yeah. then through the rest of the trailer at, and it just it becomes a little unsettling <laughs> and then when you see okay. Rory Kinnear come on screen and I'll leave it at that. You got to you got to watch the trailer. Um, the trailer okay. doesn't give away. Um, at least the trailers that I've seen doesn't it doesn't give away anything because I'm still like I don't know what the crap's going on other than what the crap is going on. Um, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I, f- I forgot, but I think Super Pets Super. is out. DC League of Super Pets, twentieth of May. Oh. Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart. Kate McKinnon. I actually saw the trailer for this and I'm like, I really want to watch this. This looks brilliant. Looks really funny. It's a, when does that come out for you guys? July 29th. What the hell? That's so far. That's such a huge gap. Seriously, it's coming out this week for you in the UK? That is... Uh, maybe they're moving it back at the moment. That's what that's where it says. That yeah. is... Wow. Yeah, no, that is a... I'll, I'll, let me check Google. Uh, super, super pets. The... The cast is stacked. Dwayne Johnson, yeah. Kevin Hart, Natasha Leone, Diego Luna, John Krasinski, Kate McKinnon, Mark Maron, Keanu Reeves, uh, yeah. Ben Schwartz. Just what the? <laughs> Have you seen the trailer? I, I've seen part of it. Part of one. Yeah. The, the first one, like okay. the teaser one that came out, I think. Yeah. Oh, maybe it was pushed back because on Google it's saying 29th of July. Okay. Maybe it did get... But here at at my cinema it's saying the 20th of May. They need to update their uh, website maybe. <laughs> They're terrible. Wow. Well, I mean, that yeah, that's crazy. Just show up and say, hey, I'm here to see this. Well, no, it's not. No, no, yeah. no. I'm here to see it. You, you said. It's on your... <laughs> <laughs> no takesies backsies. You have to you have to let me yeah. in. <laughs> oh, funny. All right. Well, yeah, that that's I mean, I think there's more on the list, but those are the things that I'm really looking forward to. Oh, no, no, wait a minute. There's one more. There's one more. I they're not giving <laughs> uh they're not giving screeners for it. Um, but it's called Cyber Hell, Exposing an Internet Horror. It's on Netflix. It's a documentary. Oh, right. it's another Netflix doc. Yeah. So, yeah. I, We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I'm, I'm, it could be. I think I'll give that one a miss. Yeah. I, okay. <laughs> I'll try and watch it and let you know then. So. Yeah. You can take one for the there team. There you go. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I hope it's, I hope it's decent, at least worth watching. I don't know. We'll find out. But. Well, next week is a, is a, is a big week. I'm very excited for next week. Not this week, but next week. Oh, really? What? Why am I excited for that? I, because oh, Stranger Things is coming out, Chris. That's right. On the 27th. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or the same time that um, Top Gun is coming out also. Oh, really? Yeah. So you can see that. that oh. Yeah. No, my gosh. Nice. Yes. I'm really looking forward to Stranger Things. I am. 
I'm excited. I think I need to go back and watch the previous seasons. I just have to. I, I really, I think I need to watch at least um, part of season three. Oh, gosh. Because, yeah. yeah. Remind me everything that's happened. Yeah. There was a lot going on. There was. Well, and it's been. And it's been, it's been three years. So. It's <laughs> so long. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, right on. So hey, cool. what what are some of the things that are look you're looking forward to coming up this week? Tweet at us at best we watched. We would love to hear what's on your list. What makes it to um, things that you anticipate seeing? Uh, whether it's theater, streaming platforms coming out on VOD, maybe even Blu-ray. Um, that would be mm. yeah. There's all always all kinds of releases. So we'd love to hear from you there. Uh, please rate and review us on whatever podcasting platform you happen to be listening to us on. Uh, Do us a favor, too. If you can, tell us, tell your friends about us. Share it with them. Just say, hey, you might want to check this out, especially if your friends uh, enjoy movies, entertainment, content, something like that. We would love to get in their ears as well. Have them give us a try. Uh, (laughs) Earworm. Earworm, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, check, check us out on YouTube. If you're only listening on the podcast, if this is the only way you've ever listened, well, thank you first off, because that's really cool. That means you found us on a podcasting platform. Um, so we appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but check us out over on YouTube as well. Um, even if you don't want to listen to the best thing we watched, if you want to see our individual reviews, um, Ruben with the Ruby Tuesday diving in now with a, with a, a more concerted focus on world cinema anime um i'm excited to see see some of these things that you uncover that's going to be outstanding um i'm chris with movies and munchies and that's that's our show we thank you so much for listening we'll see you next week 